the Mercy Backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail, so we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Backend, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. We love our listeners here at The Messy Backend. We love y'all so much, we're going to make the mess even bigger. Coming soon to this very same channel, you're going to be hearing from The Messy Backend Exposed. You know, the very first day that we recorded this podcast, Instagram and Facebook shut down, so we knew we were right on track with The Messy Backend. All businesses have them, so don't be shy. Let's put it out there and help each other grow. If you have a messy back end or you're an expert who just loves cleaning up those back ends, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit themessybackend.com to apply. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you all so much. We have a wonderful show for you today. As Robert Weiss said, business decision makers love online video because it gives them the most amount of information in the shortest amount of time. On our expert segment today, we're going to be talking to creator of Morgan Steinigal Films, Morgan Steinigal. Morgan is an experienced video marketer with a demonstrated history of increasing revenue for brands. He produced the hit YouTube series, Neurotic Mom Bakes, and works with other influencers on the same platform. And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. And our expert will share his experience, expertise, and the tools that he suggests to get it all cleaned up. If you're an entrepreneur with a messy backend and you'd like to submit your story or question, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. How messy is your backend? Is it holding you back? Is it making it so that you can't make more money? You can't serve your purpose? Visit themessybackend.com today and find out just how messy your backend is and how to clean it up. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to thank our sponsor, Yes Women's Network. If you are a female entrepreneur and you are looking to start, build, or grow your business, Yes Women's Network is the place to join for empowering resources and masterful networking. The key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestions. This allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. Give us a call at 801 810-6726 810-6726 or visit The Messy Backend. And now on to our expert, Morgan Steinigold, for his expert advice. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go. Today, we have a messy backend question slash story submitted by an anonymous listener. I know that video is king right now, and I've seen a lot of videos on other sites and on social media. I'd like to tell my story and have it get my listeners to take action to contact and hire me. I'm a speaker. So how do I do that in an authentic way without sounding salesy? 
Well, I think sort of the all-encompassing answer to that is authenticity. It's really easy to come off with a negative connotation when we're being too pushy. And really, if your product or service doesn't speak for itself, then you probably shouldn't be in business yet. That's kind of my philosophy. You know, it's important to go out and, and to go after, you know, what we like, but there's definitely a tactful way to do it. When offering your services in order to get a client, and I'm sure you guys have seen this in, with your own success, you kind of just need to become friends with someone first. And so talking with video, there's certain like production tactics that you can do, right? Using a high quality microphone so that your voice sounds good, having a, a camera that the lighting right and everything that kind of makes you look good. But a lot more important than that is to be comfortable enough on camera to just be yourself and if yourself is someone that people will like, then you won't have any issues at all. One thing, like for me, I'm not the most comfortable person on camera. I'm getting better and, and I actually don't really mind being on camera. But one thing that I've been told when I'm being filmed is, hey, you've got too many creases on your forehead. Like you need to have a more relaxed look. Um, you need to have sort of a pleasant look on your face. Like it's easy when you're being filmed to be concentrating so hard on what you need to say that you're sitting there just kind of, serious you know having like wide eyes or sort of a squinted look but that's kind of intimidating to people and mm -hmm. it's, it's not super personable and so um, if you get to the point where it's almost like having a self-deprecating humor you're just kind of okay with the fact that you're doing something that's inherently awkward and then by being okay with that it doesn't come out as very awkward yeah no you had a great point it's like it's not necessarily self-deprecating but you have to be okay with that kind of humor of being like, yeah, I don't necessarily look like Brad Pitt, but we can still deliver a video and be confident on video. You know, you have that confidence and just say, yeah, I'm, what I've got and the message I have is what's important. I think what you said back to being authentic, you know, bringing that level of authenticity with you and saying, no, this is who I am. This is my message. And if your product or service sells itself, it's really just now people are putting, you know, a face and a personality to that product or to that service or to that business. Um, I think that's why so many people love Sheila is they, they go in and they're like, okay, this, this woman from Utah is, is going to be, you know, helping me with business. And then they get on a call from her and they're like, that's not a Utah accent. She does not sound like she's from there. And she's all bubbly with her, you know, Southern accent. And people, people get that different charm from her. And then they say, okay, cool. That's, that's who I'm connecting with. Yeah, I think a lot of people forget too that it's okay to be yourself. I mean, we don't go in because Brad Pitt doesn't go in as himself, right? He goes in as a, a character, right? So we need to make sure we're not going in as a character. We're going in as ourselves. It took me about three years to put me in my business. And whenever I did, things just seemed to take off because people resonated with my personality. And so there's plenty of clients to go around. What they may like in me, they may not like in Nate and vice versa. So really looking at being who you are and being okay with making mistakes. Like I hate being on camera. And I, Nate and I, our podcast just got asked to be on a TV show. And so now we're going to have to start recording on video here in a little bit. And I'm panicking. Like, <laughs> I don't know, Nate's always looking good, but I'm panicking. So, um, but we just need to make sure that we're okay to be ourselves. And I mean, that goes back to like mindset too, but in video, you know, so how can we make sure that we kind of come across with that authenticity in a way that people can listen? I think, I know for me, like the more I talk, the more authentic I am. Right. So it's not going to be something you can just 
quickly record? Yeah, I think, I mean, first step is loving yourself, um, being confident in who you are. A lot of people struggle with that, unfortunately. That's really the key. If you feel good about who you are, then you really don't have any need to be afraid to be filmed or to be recorded on a podcast. If you're not quite there yet, if, if someone is questioning, you know, their self-confidence, all that means is they just have a little bit of work to do. How you deal with that is you just face your fears, do it anyway. <laughs> and then it's sad to me when people do have self-confidence issues. Everyone can and has the right and should work on that to get to the point where they do feel good about who they are. There's certain things, certain qualities that are really good qualities that all of us have that we can't change. And we need to just embrace that and love that, those things about ourselves. Yeah, like yeah, my no, accent. Nate, Nate just won't love my accent no matter what I do. <laughs> he just won't love it. If you're going to do video, having someone that you're comfortable with helps you be more relaxed, right? I think, Nate, you probably see that like because you do very personal type, intimate type videos. And if, they, if they're not relaxed, it's just not going to turn out as good. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I do photography and videography, but I was going and doing some headshots at a, a business that I've got a contract with. Like whenever they hire new employees or whatever, we go in and there are always one or two people on staff that whenever they find out I'm coming, they want me to retake their photo. I was talking to somebody about that and it was like, well, what? don't you like about the photos that I'm taking? And it turned out, well, it wasn't the photos that she wasn't liking. It was certain features about herself that she wasn't liking. People have self-consciousness about whatever. I said, okay, and what do you love? And she goes, I love my eyes and I love my ears. I was like, okay, cool. Show me some pictures that you love of yourself. So she showed me something and I said, okay, cool. Let's focus on those things. I don't care how confident you are. Even the most confident people in the world have things they don't like about themselves. So we focused on her eyes and her ears and just bringing out that passion. And it, she had a completely different mood. I was capturing the same images pretty much, but she changed because she was now more comfortable being yeah. in front of the camera because she knew, oh, we're going to capture the beauty, the things that I love. That's like exactly the thoughts going through my head. Like an example that I thought of is like for anyone listening who doesn't have the video, I'm bald, right? I, I started going bald when I was 19 years old. For three years, I was so distraught about it. I mean, super self-conscious about the fact that my hair was receding. I remember the day I was 22 and the day I decided to shave my head, my whole life changed. It turned around and I remember looking in the mirror and thinking, wow, this is who I am. This is who I am for the rest of my life. And I kind of love it. You know, I've carried this burden for three years and I'm done being self-conscious about it. I, I just don't want to care anymore. And I've been so much happier ever since then, you know? I think everyone just has little things like that, whether they talk about it or not, the more we accept ourselves and, you know, the things that we can't change or that we shouldn't change, the happier we become and the better our lives are. You had a little contest where you did a video for a company. And I know Nate has one of these videos. It's a story video. The question had to do with how do we make a good story video without it being salesy? How do you come up with that script and that decide and how long should they be? And like, what are there some general guidelines that you have for doing your, your story video? When I'm meeting with a potential client to do one of these, uh, I call them kind of portrait videos, right? So the, the two that I focus on with promo videos is either like a portrait of one of the executives, um, someone who's in charge, 
or just a case study of one of their customers and they're both pretty similar styles. And what that does is it gets the customers or potential customers just feeling confident and knowing that they're doing business with competent, honest, good people. And so what I'll do is I'll just sit down with them for a couple hours and just talk. I'll just have a conversation. I'll ask them all about their lives. Um, we'll go through almost every year of their life and you know when what was their defining moments? What were some of the trials that they went through? Some of the, the things that have really changed who they are. And then we'll talk a lot about their business, you know, what they're doing. And I'll just be taking notes the whole time, the whole, you know, couple hours that we're talking. And then what I do is I go home and I, I look at my notes and think back to the conversation. And then I just compile a list of questions directed to these most important parts of their lives. And so that's sort of the basis for the script is we just do an interview format and I just create questions that are directed exactly to what will be important to people that they do business with. And from there, we film an interview and uh, usually takes a few hours and capture it really beautifully. And all it is, is just a conversation. You know, it's a conversation with cameras there. You know, from there, you just, with the questions and the script ready, you plan out your B-roll and put it together. And Explain what a B-roll so, is for any listeners who may not know what that B-roll is. So B-roll, basically you're just capturing footage to put over the narrative. If you're looking at a 10 minute video of someone talking, it's gonna be kind of boring, but if it's sort of showing what they're talking about, then it makes it a lot more engaging and people are much more likely to, to stick around. And yeah, so, I think isn't yeah. it like every three seconds, the brain can't take more than three seconds of, is that the, the typical number you have to change perspective you or? You can last yeah. three seconds. I, I can't. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like every half a second, it needs to change for me. Squirrel. Like, oh, squirrel. <laughs> yeah. And so that's kind of the trick there in film, especially with like social media ads, is making them um, engaging enough to get people to stop scrolling, you know? And so yeah. you'll notice that in movies even. Um, Hollywood movies is the shot is either very interesting to the point where it doesn't need to switch every, you know, two to four seconds or it's something that's not as interesting. So the camera angle switching, or it's cutting to a new scene, whatever it's happening, it's just, it's very quick. And our minds just crave that stimulation to be able to <laughs> stay interested. I think it's important yep. for people to remember too, like I know there are people like in all of our industries for all three of us who say, wow, that's expensive, but I don't think they, they consider. Yeah. So you've got the several hour first little chat, then you've got the several hour interview and the in-between where you're making it, doing up the questions and then editing and bringing in all the other stuff. And if you do any, anything outside for the B-roll, meaning you, you know, you film them at work or whatever you're doing, it can take a hundred hours to do a five minute video. Yeah. Huge amount of work that goes into the back end of video creation. You know, I mean, you look at these Hollywood movies, you know, there's a reason that the credits go forever because in order to pull something off like that, you sometimes do need thousands of people, you know, thousands of people, thousands of hours work, thousands of sleepless nights or sleeping under your desk. It's definitely exciting, but because yeah, even just B-roll, you know, which is, that's something that you need. And I don't know if, if you're the same way, but I've just got like folders of B-roll right. on my hard drives. And it's just like, oh, let me go search for, uh, you know, like birds in park. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. I have footage of me shooting that. So that's always helpful. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the video that you were talking about earlier, that's on my YouTube channel, the youtube.com slash Nate Tucker. For those that want to see B-roll, uh, it was, it was made by like a, help, a friend of mine helped produce that and put that together. But 
he's got NGN Productions, but he's he was really good at putting in B-roll and stuff in that video. Um, so if you guys are like, what is B-roll? I mean, you could always just use tube search, what is B-roll as well, and you'll get millions of examples. But, I think this is one yeah, of those things that, you know, it tires you out, hired out. Hire this stuff <laughs> out, y'all. Call Morgan, call Nate, call somebody else. Don't call me. <laughs> I don't do it. Don't call me. <laughs> but anyway, Morgan, you're awesome. I think you're tremendous. Um, I know Morgan's got a great track record and he's got um, a really great reputation. You'll be able to find all of those links on our website under the messybackend.com slash EP65. Thanks, Morgan, for joining us today. Awesome. Thank you both watching what you two are doing. It's, it's really cool. Um, Thanks, Morgan. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Well, that's our show for today's episode of The Messy Backend. Thanks so much for listening. Nate and Sheila signing off until next week. That's all we have for today's episode of The, 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 the Messy Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention. <laughs>